Okay, there we go. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm pretty good. Thank you for taking time out you know, to do this. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm happy to. Awesome. You know, great to know. So just a quick intro about Kate. Uh, the game industry knows her as the original Thor, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, a lady behind uh, some of the most awesome game like Hello and all, uh, former director of uh, International Game Developer Association, IGDA, and rest, uh, she herself can introduce herself better, right? So, uh, Kate, thanks. Well, thank you. Thanks very much. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, so just you know to give a quick intro on like why am I doing this? It's a, a very uh, clear agenda that you know uh, it's out there. It's pretty depressing, you know. Uh, you know, it's uh, a lot of uh, negativity. You know, people are dying, uh, people are struggling, suffering, all those kind of things happening. And you know, I, I truly believe that uh, gamers are the guys who are like the most positive people usually because we have been fighting evil. You know, forever. You know, <laughs> since the days of Pac-Man and even before, like you know, all the space invaders stuff like that. So, and uh, whenever uh, shit happens, you know, we are we are out there to you know, uh, uh, go and attack that, right? So, and we know mm -hmm. how to do that. So, I guess you know, uh, and that's why I'm like collecting a lot of positive thoughts from people, and especially the game industry people, because uh, you know, and uh, of course we know there are a lot of struggles and working, you know, work from home and all those kind of things, which is like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, a lot of people are talking about it. So my focus is just to talk about the positive things, you know, what we yeah. uh, derive, you know, uh, what positive we can derive from this whole thing, you know, so that, that's why yeah. I'm doing it. You know, well, so. I think it's awesome. Yeah, because I mean, we, you know, we face all kinds of adversity. I mean, this happens mm -hmm. to be an adversity that we all are sharing. Yeah. But, you know, on, on any given day, I mean, any one of us are dealing with, you know, a loss of a loved one or loss of a pet or yeah. loss of a job or something like that. Sure. So we tend to deal with adversity more individually and less mm -hmm. as a huge collective. And so I Absolutely. think that's one of the things that is that is really different here. Right. And, yeah, you know, how, how, do, how do we learn as a society? How do we deal with adversity together? Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. You know, that that's pretty much my thoughts, you know, about this. Like, and especially, uh, you know, uh, it actually connects with your uh, life motto also, like Jogify, we'll, we'll touch, you know, up on that. So, of yeah. course, you know, this is probably the longest time you're staying home, right? So It is, so far, yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing. I mean, for me, it's like I've been working from home for over 15 years, so it's right. not... It's not, as far as working from home, it's really not different. All it is is like an extended stay at home. Right. The thing that, the only thing that's different for me is I'm not on a plane every week. Yeah, which, yeah. That, is, that is different. I mean, I miss it. I, li I like planes. I like traveling and I like uh -huh. visiting different places and events and, mm -hmm. and uh, public speaking. And I mean, I've been still doing, I'm speaking at virtual events, which is right. great. Right, but still the personal connection is missing, right? You know, meeting people. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, totally. Yeah. So I understand that. You know, that's that's pretty much my life was. You know. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, yeah same it's, here. It's, it's a cool down time, probably. You know, we can look back and you know inspect and do a lot of things. You know. Uh, right. So, great. Uh, so, uh, otherwise, how is it going for you? Like sitting at home, so you're keeping yourself busy with. Uh, virtual conferences and anything uh, specific 
Well, so, yeah, it's it's been super busy for me, actually. I mean, of course, I, I'm nice. as executive director of the Global Game Jam. So we had mm-hmm. our event back in January and yeah. that went really great. And so it was another record breaking year for us. And so now I'm, you know, we're looking forward to doing a virtual version of what we call GGJ Next, mm-hmm. which is our which is the version of Global Game Jam for younger people. Um, so we're going to be doing that in probably in July Mm-hmm. And then, um, so that all the global game jam stuff's keeping me busy. And then my awesome. culturalization work that I've been doing for many, many years now, and um, yeah. I'm, that's keeping me very busy right now. There's awesome. been a lot of, different, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's been, it's been kind of crazy. So, you know, for, so again, it's like, for me, it's not too much is different. I mean, I'm keeping uh-huh. my busy myself really busy with work. Awesome. Um, like many people, though, I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm still convinced that by the time this is all over, we're, we're be- going to become a race of hobbits. Mm-hmm. And what I, what I mean by that is that we're going, we're all getting kind of a little bit softer, maybe a little bit rounder because we're not mm-hmm. doing as much activity. And then we're living in very clean homes because we're all yeah. cleaning our house. Yeah, you know? I agree. I agree. I mean, I've done tons of cleanup around my house, which is great because <laughs> I, because I travel so much, like even my office wow. here. Um, it's, it's just, I have not had a proper cleanup of this office for over three years and now I finally did. And I feel really good about that, you know? So, you know, I did tons of yard work and and all kinds of stuff. So it's like, it's, it feels very domestic, which is a strange feeling for me, but at the same time, it feels good because I finally did all this stuff that I should have done years ago. Uh, Yeah. Never late, you know? So awesome. Yeah. So uh, yeah, great that you talked about the culturalization, you know, so because you always talk about bridging the gap between West and East and, you know, having that, uh, you know, sanity uh, check there. And uh, so this is mm-hmm. a unique situation, you know, where West and East are all affected, right? So yes. do you think it will have any impact on your culturalization advances, you know, have more, uh, you know, uh, thought process behind that and other things going forward? Do you think that? I- I think to some degree it might because I mean I do think that it's getting people to realize that the way that the way that you frame even a problem like a pandemic you know where, where we have like our the the president here in the United States um, you know saying it's a Chinese virus you know you know saying things like that and, and it's so inappropriate because it's Absolutely. like no it's, it's if it was if it was a Chinese virus then why does it affect all other human beings right you know, it's, a, it's a very stupid thing to say so yeah. um, we found you know, the race of a virus also, you know? yeah <laughs> so you know I, I do think when 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 we hear news items like that and it's broadcast all around the world I do think it gets people thinking about you know maybe it's inappropriate to say things like that or maybe um, you know how we how we frame this in certain ways, and and then of course that that will spill into other other things like people's work, where they're like, well, maybe we shouldn't say this in this, you know, thing that we're making or whatever. Right. Um, so I, I'm hoping it'll have some certain kind of awareness. But I mean, all really the underlying thing, kind of like I mentioned before, is that it's really showing that we are all connected in one way or another, and that this world right. has become very small. Right. Um, you know, and so the transmission of this virus, I mean, if we had not had jet planes and things like that, you know, it's like, no, it would not have spread nearly as quickly as it had, but that's not yeah. the world we live in. So, right. um, so I think there's a huge advantage to that uh-huh. sense that this virus, you know, it, it basically be in a way becomes a common enemy that we're all fighting. Absolutely. And yeah. so, 
So I think that, you know, to me, some of the positive lining of this is not just that, um, though there's two levels. I mean, I, I think as game developers and game players, a lot of people mm -hmm. in the gaming space are united in the fact that, you know, we are, um, you know, a lot of people are relying on us to provide a, a, an ex a form of escape for them. And right. I, I think it's great. You know, it's, I think it's also kind of funny how the, the World Health Organization that just several months ago <laughs> classified but, us as a gaming disorder is now absolutely. praising they're now yeah. praising video contradicting games. completely now yeah and so and all it took was a pandemic for people to wake up and realize oh games actually can be useful and beneficial right um so i think there's that level of it which i think is really great in terms of being a kind of cohesive force for the game industry but also uh, I think on the global scale too, just, you know, people being able to, to recognize that, you know, we, we're all human beings, you know, mm -hmm. the commonality is that any one of us can get this thing, any one of us can be affected or die from it. And so, oh, yeah. you know, all of our social, political, all the other crap that we layer upon each other is, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's, <clears throat> it's pretty irrelevant, actually. Right. right. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with the point. You know. So, so great, you know. Uh, so again, you know, uh, we keep talking about, you know, how depressing, you know, uh, so it's all around us, you know, of course, uh, we are one of those few lucky ones, you know, uh, you know, who are like doing uh, errands and stuff and, you know, keeping us as busy and stuff like that, you know, but uh, otherwise, like uh, a lot of people dying all around, right? So, uh, in this state, you know, what do you think? Uh, how we can stay positive? How, how mostly, you know, if you are uh, like game industry person, gamer, someone, how we can uh, stay positive? You know, all along, uh, what do you think is the secret sauce? You know, and well, you know, I, and productive <laughs> also, like you are right now. You know, right. So, well, I, I mean, I think, I mean, to being positive. I mean, there is, there's so many things to be thankful for. <clears throat> excuse me um and to me that's really the key is to think about what what do you have you know when when they when all these governments are saying shelter at home well if you've been at home you know mm -hmm. somewhere be thankful you have a, a roof over your head you know right. you've got somewhere that you can actually shelter in um mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of people who don't and you know there's a lot of basic fundamentals to our to our living situations around the world that we could be thankful for but beyond that you know for people who are in the industry or, or um you know i think we should be thankful for the fact that the artwork that we do the games that we create and the the cultural benefit of what we're doing is finally being recognized Pretty in awesome. a positive light and i think that's really really important to focus upon um yeah, there's all kinds of disruption. There's events that are not happening and all this other stuff, but that's that's going to pass. You yeah. know, that's the thing. We're already seeing in a lot of countries, the curve is starting to flatten to some degree. Right. We're already hearing some countries about opening up slightly, you know, a little bit. We know it's going to be a cautious, long process. Mm -hmm. But um, I think, you know, the fact that we're seeing some glimmers of hope here and there, we're seeing, you know, uh, less cases uh, less deaths, things like that. Yeah, there are some hot spots still, mm -hmm. but you know, generally the news is is more positive to me than negative right now. Awesome. I mean, we're I think we're sort of we've already passed through the worst of it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that's not to say it couldn't come back again, and because oh, yeah. it is a virus now that we as human beings are going to have to cope with every year, um, mm -hmm. I have no doubt we're going to have to deal with it again next winter. It's going to flare up again. Mm -hmm. uh, to some degree, but we're going to be more prepared for it. Now we know what to do. 
And right. hopefully, let's keep our fingers crossed that maybe a vaccine will be developed in the near future um, mm -hmm. that'll help us all out. So to me, it's like the, the, the level of disruption we've all been facing, it is, it is you know, don't, it's, it's difficult not to focus on it. But I think mm -hmm. for a lot of us, you know, we need to focus on doing what we do, which is, you know, doing what we love. You know, right. Focus on your passion, make games. This is a fantastic opportunity for people exactly. to be focused on doing what they love. And if you're finding that you still have leftover time on your hands, well then do something, find something else you want to do. Like, right. I mean, I, as busy as I am, I actually am using Duolingo to learn Scottish Gaelic. Oh, wow. oh, yeah, absolutely. you know, I'm learning piano. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fun. You know, so this, this is, so to me, this is when you're finding yourself being locked down like this. I actually think it's a fantastic growth opportunity. And right. I know a lot of developers who are kind of sitting back contemplating the bigger picture because now mm. we're, 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 we've been faced with this, whether we like it or not, we've been faced with something of a reset, which right. I think is frankly, we needed in my mm. opinion you know it's given us all a chance to just slow down stop and think a bit think about the bigger picture about your career the game you're working on other you know other things around you and all and also evaluate what's really important wow. um yeah. you know especially like you know companies who are you know letting their employees work from home it's like well mm -hmm. You know, I hear some people complaining about that, but it's like, well, what would you rather do? Would you rather have the choice of working from home and setting your own hours? Or would you rather be at the company where they're forcing you to crunch 16 hours a day? Uh -huh. um, you know, so, you know, I, I would think there's Hard one day. of the, yep. yeah. So there's a lot of really positive things to think about in my view. And, and it's just, it's, I know it's difficult because part of it's the psychology. Each one of us is different. Um, right. Some people tend to lean more negative, some lean more positive, but my my view and I, I you know i'm speaking as someone who's basically an eternal optimist um i already see the silver lining in this and i'm so i'm basically trying to embrace it awesome yeah oh uh, that's that's uh, that's pretty good you know uh thing in fact you pretty much covered what i wanted to ask like especially how the indies and other guys should actually feel like you know uh during this crisis because it, it can easily you know crush them if they start thinking yes. negative you know but uh, oh yeah there's a silver lining there you know there's a blessing in disguise problem you know, so. well i think i think especially for indies it's like yeah there's a there's a huge loss of not having the live events to go to and show yeah. off your game and Absolutely. look for investors and all that i mean mm -hmm. obviously it's still possible to look for investors it's still possible to show off your game it's just not as maybe not as efficient but right. again this to me this is a fantastic opportunity if, if you're working on an indie project to really sit back and look at what you're doing and reevaluate some of your design choices and really awesome. use use this time to perfect the game because wow. you know that the event season is going to come back right. and so now it's your chance to really you know try and improve the game as much as you can so that when you are able to go back to events and show it off you're going to have something that's likely going to be much better can can you suggest some of the tools or some of these kind of events which are happening where people can actually indies can actually go and show stuff and stuff so yeah well there's there's a lot of stuff i mean there's you know there there's various events that are still going on i mean we just had the pocket gamer did their digital mm -hmm. event um mm -hmm. you know then there's also the games beat summit which is virtual which will be at the end of april there's also nordic game which is going to be virtual um at the end of may and mm -hmm. so there are you know a lot of these events that were typically live events are also doing a virtual uh, component 
Um, you know, so I, I think if you kind of look around and scour out there, there are opportunities. Another right. thing that, that I've seen some people doing is sort of these spontaneous Zoom meetings where mm-hmm. they just, you know, gather a whole bunch of people together. And, yeah. you know, that's one of the things yeah. in Indy. Karen do. did yesterday, right? So she did yeah, the ex- PR thing, right? So. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like if you're an indie developer, you could say you could plan on like a certain time or date and say, hey, right. on this day, we're going to be streaming gameplay of our game. We're inviting people to come and look at it and comment on it. Yeah. You know, do something like that and try and, you know, use your network and, and just get, and even if you get a few people who get on your stream and give you feedback, that's better than nothing at all. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that, that's amazing. You know, I, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people will actually get uh, inspired, you know, and get uh, you know, a lot of valuable information from this. So uh, great, you know. Uh, so what do you see about this world, you know, post the whole, like once it returns to the normal, you know, uh, what do you think, you know, will change largely because you, you breathe geography and everything, mm-hmm. right? So you understand the whole uh, you know, a global issue in much broader way than most of the gamers do, you know, so what do you yeah. think? Maybe, you know. Well, there's there's a lot that's going to change, frankly. I mean, I, I think not all of it, in my view, is going to be necessarily positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to get into the deep the deep politics of it, I, but um, yeah. we're, we're already seeing some governments around the world take advantage of this opportunity to become even more totalitarian, mm-hmm. which is absolutely not the right direction to take. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, that's the direction they're taking. And so they, they see this as a, as a chance to do some power grabbing um, yeah. I, that's, that's each other. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and basically, um, you know, the other thing that we're going to see, um, this is when we do get back to normal, there never will be a complete normal, but oh. you know, I, I think we're going to be looking at a lot of technology get, being put in place to track the spread of viruses. I mean, you're looking at like Apple and Google with their app mm-hmm. where they're actually using the technology of the phones to track where the virus is spreading and mm-hmm. to like warn you if you've been near somebody who has the yeah. virus. I mean, yeah. that starts that starts feeling like kind of big brotherish, scary government stuff. <laughs> um, you know, I I know it's I know it the intention of it is positive because we need to be able to track and trace. That's really right. important. Uh-huh. But at the same time, there's a certain level of personal liberty that may um, that may be in jeopardy because of it. Because, you know, it's so that's that's going to be an issue. I think that society is going to have to debate is mm-hmm. you know how much more personal liberty do you want to give up in order to be able to track something like the virus spread? So, do you want people to know your location at all times? Do you know? Do you want to? Our uh, government's going to do forced vac- vaccinations of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know. We don't know where where the politics is going to fall out. But I do know that I think the world that we're going to be moving into post the post COVID nineteen is going to be similar to how the world changed after nine eleven, where the security regimes and, the, right. and how we fly on the airlines and how we travel changed pretty dramatically as a result of nine eleven. And so I think and so I think this is going to have a similar global effect of of how we as human beings interact with each other. Um, you know, so I, I, we are going to go back to live events. I have no doubt about that. We're going to mm-hmm. see huge events like Gamescom again, you know, whether or not that happens this year, we'll, we'll see. Um, right. but it is going to happen. But the difference is that we're going to have better knowledge about how do we track who's infected and who's, who are they interacting with? And that's mm-hmm. going to be a certain level of, to me, I, I believe technological intrusion that 
on one level might be necessary for tracking this stuff and on another level is pretty scary from a personal freedom standpoint. Right, right, yeah, that's quite alarming. I can understand that. Great, uh, so the final question. So mm -hmm. do we all agree that we are living in a game? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, it certainly feels that way. I mean, you know, it's, it, that's what's so funny. It's, well, it's, it's funny, but it's not, but you know, so much of the, the science fiction that we, that we consume about zombie apocalypse and stuff oh, yes. like that. And, and so many video games that reflect that, including games about pandemics and viruses. Right. Um, we, we've seen this scenario over and over and over again. Right. Um, so I think again, kind of going back to your earlier point is that for those of us in the game space, none None of this feels different. different it, doesn't yeah. fe it doesn't feel new to us. It's just that it's reality rather than in a game. Absolutely. So, so on that level, it's kind of it, it's kind of interesting. But um, but yeah, it certainly feels like we're in a game. I mean, it's or we're in an episode of the Twilight Zone or something. But it does not <laughs> feel. But I I think the world has felt that way for a few years now, right. for all kinds of reasons. So Got this it. is just like I guess we just we are in the next level of the game now. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's another uh, good thing, right? So if you're in the next yeah. level, it's always fine, right? Eventually, yeah, exactly. we will win, you know? Yeah, I, I, I think that COVID-19 is, is we're in the midst of a boss battle, so we can go to the next level. <laughs> oh, that's so. amazing. That's amazing way to put it up. So, pretty <laughs> awesome. Hey, thanks. Thanks for your time. Uh, and it was really insightful. A uh, lot of information, you know, especially for Indies and all these people. And, uh, you know, and uh, stay positive, stay indoor. And thanks again, you know. And, yeah, thank you. Uh, awesome. All right. All right. Take care. Stay safe. You too. Right. All right. Bye-bye.